A private money lender is someone who lends their money to active real estate investors for their real estate deals and typically earns anywhere from 8 to 12% interest on his money, which can be a great way to build wealth while earning passive income. On this video, I'm going to provide a comprehensive breakdown and show you everything you need to know about becoming a private money investor coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton. I've been a full-time real estate investor now for over 17 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country, and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. With traditional lending, the bank borrows money from depositors and pays them almost nothing, like a fraction of a percent, then turns around and lends that money to investors for much more, let's say 5%, and makes money on the spreads. Becoming a private money lender is where you eliminate the middleman and essentially become the bank. By so doing, real estate investors will pay a premium for access to your funds, typically 8 to 12% or more, depending on certain factors. Now, the reason is because it's not the cost of the money that is inherently important to most real estate investors, but rather it's the speed and availability of funds that matters most. Now, throughout this video, to avoid confusion, I'm going to refer to the real estate investor who borrows private money as the investor and the private money investor who lends money as the lender. Real estate investors like me buy distressed properties at steep discounts, then once improved, will resell for a profit. The challenge investors face is that most traditional banks take too long to evaluate and underwrite investment loans, making it difficult for investors to purchase investment properties. Speed is a real estate investor's best friend. The best real estate deals are made when the real estate investor can close fast and pay cash. So when banks delay and are too slow to fund, real estate investors lose out on great deals. And because real estate investors buy for profit, paying a higher return for fast and easy access to the money is really just viewed as giving a little profit away to the private lender for helping get the deal done. Now, it's a win-win opportunity for both private lender and real estate investor. The lender you gets the opportunity to earn high returns secured by great real estate deals, and the borrower, the real estate investor, gets to keep their business profitable without the limitations and delays usually imposed by traditional banks. For example, I recently bought a luxury home to fix and flip in Tucson, Arizona for $600,000. It was a bank-owned property, and I needed to close in three weeks. And rather than go to the bank to secure inexpensive funding at, let's say, 5%, instead, I called my private money lender, who charges me 12%. He evaluated the deal and committed the funds that very same day. With that deal, it was better to pay 12% for speed and ease of access than 5% for the brain damage of trying to get cheap bank money, which more than likely, I wouldn't have been able to obtain in three weeks anyways. So now let's talk about how to evaluate a deal to lend on. One thing to keep in mind when doing your due diligence on a deal is that it's the job of the real estate investor to show you that the deal is good. It's not your job to try and figure it out on your own. If your investor isn't able to earn your confidence 
and clearly provide you with a compelling case as to why it's a good deal and a secure loan, you may want to reconsider making the loan. Before making the loan, you should feel 100% confident that your real estate investor knows what he's doing and can show you exactly how he's going to get the job done. Of course, like all types of investing, lending money on real estate deals comes with a certain amount of risk. The goal is to mitigate that risk as much as possible by lending wisely. Let's discuss the two primary considerations when evaluating deals. First is ensuring you have a strong equity position in the loan. Equity is the difference between the amount you lend and the value of the property. Having equity is your biggest security or safety net, so you wanna make sure that you lend much less than the property is actually worth. With lending, equity is measured by what's called loan to value or LTV. The higher your loan to value, the riskier the loan. Traditional banks usually lend up to 80% LTV or higher. As a private lender, it is usually in your best interest to lend at a lower LTV of no more than 70%. So for example, if the value of a property is 100,000, the max you wanna lend is 70,000, which would be 70% LTV. In that example, the 30,000 or 30% in equity provides a buffer in the event the borrower defaults for whatever reason, and you have to take back the property and sell it to recoup your investment. More on that later, so keep watching. The first step to calculate LTV is to establish the value of the property. This can be done by hiring an independent appraisal of the property, or if you're comfortable enough, value can be determined by looking at similar properties in similar condition that have recently sold in the same area. Once you establish the value of the property, the next step is to multiply the value by 70% to get your LTV. That is the most you should lend on the property. When lending on a fix and flip deal, some private lenders will use the after repair value or ARV instead of the as is value. The ARV is the value after it's fixed up by the investor. The second consideration when doing a private loan is the experience of the real estate investor that you're lending to. The more experienced and successful the investor, the safer your investment as a lender. Successful investors will be able to show you a track record and demonstrate that they are proficient at managing renovations, construction, budgets, timelines, and marketing and selling. Find an experienced real estate investor to lend to and the inherent risk goes way down, so check out the flipper's history. Ask to see other projects, including before and after pictures and a profit and loss breakdown. For the new project, ask for a construction scope of work, a timeline, and a cost breakdown. As a requirement for the loan and paid for by the borrower, you may consider a third-party inspection of the property to verify there aren't any structural foundation or other serious problems not already disclosed by the flipper. In addition to investigating the borrower's past experience and the merits of the deal, also look closely at the borrower's ability to service and repay the loan. Your return on investment is meaningless if the money you lend is never returned. It is common for inexperienced flippers to overcommit and overextend and mismanage cash flow. While the deal may be good, you wanna make sure the borrower is running a profitable business and has cash reserves to make your monthly loan payments and carry all of the cost of running the project until the property sells. Make sure you are dealing with a real estate investor that knows how to create regular repeatable income and your success as a private lender will be enhanced. By the way, if you'd like to lend your money to me on my real estate deals, I'll put a link to my website in the description box below this video where you can fill out a short application.
Once you've done your due diligence on the deal and the borrower and you decide to move forward with the loan, the next thing to make sure you have in place is the proper insurance. There are two insurances you want to have. The first is a lender's title policy. This protects you and your loan against defects in title. Let me explain. When a real estate deal closes, there are generally two types of title insurance that are issued, an owner's policy and a lender's policy. Title policies are essentially insurance policies that protect the owners and lenders on real estate transactions against possible problems with title. Remember, no matter how carefully title is researched, it is possible that problems can arise. In rare cases, a closing is performed, a loan is made, and then sometime in the future, someone discovers a problem with the title. That could affect the legitimacy of the closing and potentially be a problem. However, with a title policy, both the owner with the owner's policy and you as the private lender with the lender's policy are protected. Any loss resulting from defects in title are paid by the insurance company up to the limits defined in the policy. Title insurance is bought with a one-time fee or insurance premium and paid for at closing, typically by the borrower. Getting a lender's policy is often overlooked in private money loans because they are cash deals and many times the private lender doesn't ask for it. Because your loan will be funded at an attorney's office or a title company, getting a lender's policy is very simple. Simply ask the investor to include this as part of the funding package. The second insurance is on the property itself. Your risk here is if the property is not insured and burns down, you are at risk of great loss. As the lender, make sure you are named as what's called the loss payee on the real estate investor's property casualty insurance. This protects you in the event of an insurance claim loss. In order to claim the loss and cash the check from the insurance company, the real estate investor will need your signature. This ensures your loan gets paid off first before the borrower receives any funds. If for some reason the policy expires early before the loan is paid off, you as the lender can force the activation of the policy, maintain coverage, and charge the expense back to the real estate investor. As far as the closing itself, only fund a private money loan where the real estate transaction closing is being held by a professional. Some states use attorneys to close real estate transactions and others use title companies. Depending on the state in which you are making the loan, you will close with one or the other. Next, let's talk about the paperwork. The paperwork is quite simple, yet if done correctly, provides strong legal protection for your private money loan. There are two documents that set up your loan terms and security. First, a promissory note is signed by the real estate investor as evidence of their promise to pay your loan back. The promissory note identifies the terms of the repayment, the length of the time of repayment, the interest rate, the payment schedule, etc. Second, the mortgage or deed of trust is signed by the real estate investor and recorded in the public records by the closing attorney or title company to secure your loan against the property. Some states use mortgages and other states use deeds of trust. Now, just so you don't get confused, a deed of trust is not the same as the deed. The deed is the evidence of ownership. It is recorded in the public records and shows that the real estate investor owns the property. The deed of trust is then a second document that is recorded along with the deed and shows evidence that you have money invested and secured against the property. It is your safety net that if the real estate investor sells the property, you have a piece of paper on record that notifies the world that you are owed money that must be paid back. By the way, if you'd like to get the exact loan documents I use for making private money loans, I'll give them to you for free. I'll put the download link in the description box below for you.
Next, let's discuss how you fund the loan. First of all, never give money directly to the real estate investor. When you are ready to make a private loan, your money will go from your bank account directly to the closing agent, attorney, or title company in the form of a cashier's check or a wire. At closing, the closing company will make sure that the real estate investor signs the promissory note, the deed of trust, insurances are in place, and that everything gets properly recorded and documented. Once the loan is funded, make sure that the real estate investor that you made the loan to is actually doing the fix up. If rehab funds are part of the loan, never give those funds up front to the flipper. Instead, require the flipper to personally pay out of pocket for work completed and then request a reimbursement draw from you or have the contractor perform the work and then submit for a payment draw. Either way, you only pay for completed work. And to pay draws, have a third party inspector visit the property to verify the work is completed, take photos and give you an update. Once it's time to close on the sale of the property, a payoff letter will be prepared by you stating the final payoff of your loan. This payoff letter is sent to the closing company that is handling the sale of the property so that they can disperse funds directly to you at closing. So now let's talk about the part nobody likes to talk about. What happens if the real estate investor stops paying on the private money loan? As a real estate lender, you have a certain number of rights if your borrower stops paying. In general, you could call the loan due and accelerate payments. In other words, call for an early payoff in full. You could foreclose and take the property, or you could go after the borrower personally. Every state has its own rules when it comes to collecting on a loan that is in default. For that reason, you'll need to hire an attorney to help you weed through the foreclosure process and make sure that you do everything correctly and that you protect your loan in the most cost-effective manner possible by doing everything according to state law. If you proceed with an attorney and you begin to force the hand of the borrower, all fees of the attorney, interest payments, and penalties are due if the borrower wants to reinstate the loan. This should be stated in the promissory note so that there is no question as to the validity of the fees in the foreclosure proceedings. Once you gain legal title or possession to the property, you can sell it quickly to recoup your investment. Finally, let's briefly discuss how much to charge for doing a private money loan. Remember, the value to a real estate investor is ease of access and speed. That value can change depending on what the real estate market is doing. When the market is down and money is less available and lending is more risky, private money loans can get 12 to 18%. When the market is going good and capital is more accessible and less risky, rates tend to be between eight and 12%. For me personally, I pay my private investors based on the total funds they lend me. If they lend me under 100,000, I pay 8%. If they lend me over 100,000 up to 300,000, I pay 10%. And if they lend me over 300,000, I pay 12%. The reason I increase the rate for lending more money is to incentivize my lenders to give me more money. This has allowed me to do more deals and bigger deals. Now, I hope this video has given you a better understanding of what it looks like to become a private money investor. If you're interested in learning more, be sure to check out my website where you can watch a video about the benefits of lending, download a free guide, and if you'd like to consider lending to me, there's a short application you can fill out. Just go to the link that you see on the screen. The next thing I want you to do is watch a video where I break down in detail how to calculate interest payments and return on investment. This will help you fully understand the income potential as a private money lender. 
Watch that video now, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. With 750 videos, this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.